What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. And joining me every week is Mr. Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Ruiz, Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is the show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. Howdy, everybody in the chat room. Welcome. This is episode number 266, ever closer to 300. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to jump right into the show with today's coupon code. It's Cadence. Cadence. Ah, just kidding. It's called Cadence because of this week's project, which we'll take a look at in a couple of moments. Let's walk through the show openers. We got free B deals. Head on over to adafruit.com slash free to see all the different deals. While supplies last, of course, for orders that are $99 or more. You get a free Permaproto half-size breadboard. For orders that are 200 or more, you get the breadboard plus UPS ground shipping for the continental US only. And for orders that are 299 or more, you get the Permaproto, the ground shipping, and a free Circuit Playground Express that works with CircuitPython, Arduino. I almost said that wrong. <laughs> um, and a bunch of other stuff like MakeCode. So definitely check it out again while supplies last, um, while we have supplies, and we do right now. You could also use coupon code Cadence to go with your freebies, I think. They get automatically added to your order. If you are in the New York City area and you need your stuff like right now, right meow, we have a same day delivery option in New York City. Um, there's Databot with the, with the box. So go and see if the shipping works for you if you're over there in New York City. We have newsletters once a week. We have a new products focused newsletter that's gonna be um, at adafruit.com slash newsletter. How simple is that? We also have daily newsletters. This is standalone, not tied to your account. So if you're not subscribed and you'd like to be, you gotta go do the work. adafruitdaily.com, you can uh, subscribe to all the different categories like circuit python on hardware i think it's just python on hardware because it also covers MicroPython. we have 3d printing that's that's our jam and lots of other stuff like biohacking micro business am i missing stuff make code is a new one as well so check that one out all right we're hanging out in the discord server right now in the live broadcast chat room. If you want to head on over to the Discord, we have an invite link for you. It's discord.gg slash Adafruit. And that will get you the, I don't know, the entry into Discord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, free to make an account. Lots of folks are there. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us this morning. Shout out to Shout everybody outs. in the chat. To Wester, Andy Calloway, Jay Cole, and over on the YouTube over chat, we got Mattable hanging out. We're in the Facebook as well as Twitch. Good morning. Sorry. Yeah, I'm switching between tabs. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. Or do we want to do some housekeeping first? 
Then you got all that. What's the housekeeping? Oh yeah, we got jobs board. Go to jobs.adafruit.com and see all the awesome jobs that are out there. If you're an employer looking for some some employees with some maker skills, check it out. There's like new new, um, entries posted every week. So it's uh, free to do so if you'd like to um, set up your, uh, what do you call it, your resume or your profile. It's free to do so. Um, there's no spam here. Lamar and Phil, Mr. Lady Ada himself, they actually vet all the different uh, accounts and things, so there's no spam. It's really good. It's also free. I mentioned it's free, so check it out. You can make your profile, and we have lots of success stories, so that's really cool. All sorts of different, um, you know, skills out there, whether you're an embedded a firmware engineer, or maybe you're a designer looking to do some cool creative stuff. There's lots of fun entries. And Adafruit is also looking for some stuff too. We're looking for some filter fans, folks that know F-I-R-S-I-N-C, filter stuff. So check it out. That's a lot of remote work. Great way to kind of get um, some extra gigs on there. Sweet. All right. That is the jobs board. All right. Are you... Ready? I believe so. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. This is a really cool one by Dylan Harada. This is a lot of people. So Dylan Harada worked on the John Park. Yeah, as well as uh, Dan Scott. Um, And this is like a accumulation of all the BLE IO um, libraries for CircuitPython. So this is running off the new Adafruit Clue dev board. It's got Bluetooth. Uh, it's got the NRF52840, which is the chipset we're really liking. Uh, so it runs with CircuitPython. This is all written in CircuitPython. It uses DisplayIO to display some custom fonts and graphics. It's using the BLE library for CircuitPython that is connecting to uh, this Wahoo sensor that's an off-the-shelf sensor uh, for tracking cadence and speed. It uses these magnets um, to track, uh, to sense how, uh, you know, how <laughs> the, the, the cadence of rotation. the pedal and the bike. Words. So it can see how, uh, how many rotations is going and the speed that you're traveling at. You also have Apple Music service, so you can control things like your volume on your Apple device. See that there, as mm-hmm. well as the it's play and pads. pause buttons are also uh, used for uh, pausing playing, and then you can go forward and back. I'm that turn the headlights off. You keep demoing. And then one of the other cool things about it is the uh, the case has been redone, so it fits a quarter twenty. Huge shout outs to Bill Binko who suggested this. We do have different versions of the diameter size for fitting on different handlebars, as well as the um, way that the lid is attached. So you can use the standard M5 screws to connect your 3D printed bracket, or uh, a much better option is going to be using the 3 8 the quarter 20 adapter, so you can easily uh, mount this to a tripod or mount it back onto a, a different sized um, bracket for whatever other uh, applications you want to use to mount this guy on. So you can yeah. use it as a desktop environmental uh, sensor or have it use uh, with the bike to track your cadence and all that. Yeah, it's a great little case just for general purpose projects anyway. If you need to have a battery, there's plenty of room in the case for a battery and a slide switch. 
It's got that really nice uh, built-in reset tab on the back, so you can double press that if you want to update the firmware. That's really cool. We also have a couple holes here to break out a couple of the sensors there. We could always Microphone. mix those, make them yep. bigger if you want. But they're there. Um, let's see, you got uh, snap fit backing, so that's easy yeah. to install. No screws needed other than the tripod screw. Whoops. And you put, <laughs> yeah, I like this one. Yeah, and it's got the act, it breaks out the, um, the, the touch pads on the bottom there. No, you know, just the ones that are touch pads. You have the mm -hmm. one, two, and three, or the zero, one, and two. Those are touch pads. And then um, you got access to those two big buttons there. And it also breaks out uh, the LEDs on the front for, uh, for that proximity sensor or light sensor. Yeah. So you can do lots of stuff. A nice little gesture type of stuff. Add all that in there, all written in CircuitPython, so you're able to easily edit the code. Uh, one of the sensors that is supported that we didn't put on here is the heart rate sensor, so we can yeah. also display that. Oh, once the uh, the Wahoo goes to sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it'll just it. kick you, the loop will just kind of kick mm -hmm. you out and say, hey, go ahead and restart yeah. and find your sensor. The cool thing is that it, it reconnects uh, pretty well. Nice little load screen there. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Look at that logo. Blinka taking over Piloton. Piloton. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. So like you were saying before, um, it fits both of the uh, the green and the uh, black boards. And oh, so yeah. I found out uh, once we got the green board in that there is a like a 0.5 difference in height for the board. So updated the case if anybody uh, oh, wait, was adventurous. the board? No, 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 the height of it. Uh, so it's a little bit like oh, okay. 5.5 I think I smaller. Mean, I'm like height? What do you mean? So if anybody okay. saw John Park's guide, I had the uh, Fusion 360 files on there. So if anybody downloaded those, Go ahead and get the updated versions for those. Cool. Uh, Any other differences? The, the seems the screen placement is the same. The buttons yeah, are the same. the same. It should really be the same. That's it was just the, the board is a little bit taller, mm -hmm. I guess, or longer. Yep. But Whichever all fixed up in there. And if you have the, uh, if you grab the Fusion 360 files, it's super easy to just adjust the walls for all of this. Sweet. Uh, like we were saying before, excellent to have on as a tripod mount or the uh, brackets for any of the bikes. Yeah. And because it's using <coughs> the quarter 20 or the 3 eighths of quarter 20, uh, we have all the components and parts like the little swivel mini ball head. So you can have yeah. that on your tripod. We also have the quarter 20 to quarter 20 so you can attach multiple uh, or attach it to uh, pretty standardized Yeah, you can uh, use mounts. GoPro mounts, clamps, little super clamps um, as well, magic arms, lots of different cool ways mm -hmm. um, to, to kind of fix it on, yeah. uh, on anything. If you want to keep the hardware uh, part list down, you could just use the M5, but it's a little bit more difficult, say, if you want to take this off, you're going to have to remove the entire bracket with this. You can just spin the whole guy off and continue using it in different applications. Yeah, so I like that. A lot more easier to do that. Mm -hmm. I believe. Lots of options. Yes. Oops. Uh -huh. Touchpad. Nice you touch demo. it. Yeah. It goes. <laughs> oh, it looks like the uh, Caden sensor, sensor went to sleep. sleep. Yeah, it goes to sleep <laughs> every two minutes. Yeah, uh, just because it has the uh, one of the coin cell batteries, so uh, it does need to go to sleep every two minutes for that. All right, let's go ahead and yeah. jump into the learn guide. Excellent. Let me cue this that was up. Written by Awesome John Park did a full walkthrough yeah. of setting up 
the entire board and the code, uh, getting to know a little bit of, about the BLE uh, yeah. sensor on there. Let's see, we have separate learn guides as well for just the heart rate sensor yes. and the cadence sensor. We have a more simplified version of that as well. So if you're looking to just um, tweak it or get the most simplest, uh, you can check out these previous guides. Also, we have a standalone guide for uh, BLE devices uh, connecting to Apple Media Service. So using that library and uh, using it with your project. So uh, those are really nice to have here as their uh, standalone guides. A lot in this. All right, here's a part list. We were talking about uh, some of the hardware. It does fit a, multi a handful of different batteries that we have for mm -hmm. 20s, the 400s, and the 350s. Those are all linked here. Uh, slide switch, the JST extension. Here are the screws that we carry, the, the adapters, the swivel ball head. We don't carry the screw for the, the M5 screw, but you can get those at your local hardware store. Yep. And then um, you can get uh, this Wahoo sensor from Amazon if you prefer. All right, so there's your parts list. Here's the screw. We've got <laughs> those in stock right now. These are really nice. Andy Calway saying, a walkthrough or a ride through? <laughs> oh, don't you bump. Good, good one. And then this is a little quarter. Uh, quarter, uh, yeah, quarter inch to quarter inch screw adapter for uh, extra dip, extra bits. And here's that lovely little um, swivel head that we have. Sweet. All right, those are those hardware bits. I'll post back links over here. <laughs> I'm getting lost. All right, so those are the parts. Um, if you are looking to get the clue, you can sign up for notifications to get emailed when they are back in stock. We are working on getting them. Over the weekend, we had a couple hundred in stock, and they went pretty fast. Yeah, I'm surprised I was order. able to grab another one. Right, yeah. We really needed the good thing we got the green version, because uh, we found uh, there's yeah. some differences in the board, and we want to make sure that the cases fit, um, accommodate the size fittings that may have changed. Here's that heart rate sensor. We uh, kind of skipped this one, but uh, just know that it definitely is does work and has been tested. JP uh, leaded that one. So uh, he's tested that one. And here's a look at uh, how the, the Wahoo sensor is uh, mounted. I didn't know it gets mounted there in the center of this, folks. It must be different. But uh, yeah, here's your iOS device. You can uh, set that up in the code, whether you want to use um, the heart rate, the cadence, or the, uh, the Apple Media service. So you can uh, easily um, enable those in the code, which we'll walk through in a minute. Understanding BLE, we'll just kind of walk you through some of the terminology of, of uh, how the BLE devices broadcast and connect. We've got gap mode and gap mode. I got to read through this one as well, so I have some homework to do. Thanks, John, for uh, putting all this together, though. There was a ton. Like you said, there was three different projects that were combined and uh, lots and lots of code by Dan and Scott to get all of this working seamlessly. Yeah, uh, It's always the simple projects that take so much work to get. Yeah. Simplicity. Simple is hard. CircuitPython on Clue. This will walk you through setting up uh, CircuitPython, the latest version on your Clue board. Um, so it's real easy to do so. You can uh, get your board into bootloader mode by double pressing the reset button on the back. Then you'll get the NeoPixel will turn green and then uh, you'll connect it over USB to your computer. It'll show up as a boot drive. You'll be able to drag and drop that UF2 file onto the boot drive. It'll automatically flash and do magic. And then, uh, then you can start adding your code and stuff. So this, this little mini guy just walks you through setting up that. 
the libraries, you can download the bundle from circuitpython.org. Here's a quick link to do so. You just want to grab that and pull out the individual libraries that you uh, required for this project. You've got a good handful of libraries here. Um, basically, all the libraries that, uh, that are supported for all the different sensors on the device. So they're all here, plus some extra bits like the display shapes and display text for doing all the nice custom fonts and graphics. So this will help you just kind of um, double, let's say cross-reference all the required libraries. Um, there's a handful of them, so you definitely want to do, you know, double take and maybe even a triple take. Once you get those libraries in your, um, in your clue board, you want to check them again. Because <laughs> no, seriously, it, it, there's, a, there's a good handful of them and sometimes they get, uh, you miss one, like, like this one. So hit the screenshot here will give you an idea of what it looks like on your boot drive, well, your USB drive. Because at this point, you want to grab all the project assets. We got a couple of bitmaps and fonts um, for this project. As you can see here, we got three different font sizes and like a little Blinka bitmap that is sort of the splash screen. And because it's CircuitPython, you have complete control to customize the fonts, the graphics, where the text is, and completely theme it out to whatever you like. So it's really fun, and that's one of the awesome things about CircuitPython is it's completely open, and uh, the changes are like rapid, as, as I almost said a bad word. <laughs> yeah, so. one of the uh, things that we could easily edit on there was, you know, if you don't have all of the sensors, like the heart rate sensor in our case, you just go in there and type false. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's spelled out for you. So the heart, the mm -hmm. speed, the cadence. AMS stands for Apple Music Service. And if you want to turn the bug mode on, you can do so as well. By default, it's set to uh, false. You'll also want to do a little bit of customization. Um, I guess because of the maths, you want to update yes. this little bit here where the circumference of the wheel is kind of important. So we have a little chart that is linked to uh, in the learn guide that mm -hmm. walks you through all the different sizes yeah. of bikes out there. Ours uh, is like a Walmart bike. It's a bit, little bit of a BMX short <laughs> <Yeah>. bike. <laughs> and it worked out. We were able to punch in the numbers and it's uh, as far as we know, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, quick tip, the yeah. uh, size of the, the tire is written on the tire. Whereas oh, they're trying to funny. measure it and they're yeah. like, wait a minute, it says it right says here. right on the tire. <laughs> it shows how little we know about bikes. <laughs> All right, so shout out to, uh, to Dylan and, and, and JP, John Park, mm -hmm. uh, for walking through each bit here. Everything's really broken out here and, and spelt out for you so you can get a good idea of what all the little sections of the code is doing. Um, which is great. If you're going to write your own project, you definitely want to reference some of this demo code here so you can uh, get an idea of how to get uh, the connections all set up. Okay, this walks through the main loop, which is really handy. And we also have a little bit of a setup here for importing all those lovely libraries. This one uh, uses the Clue library as well for doing some of the stuff. And we got some classes here as well. So it's really thoroughly broken out for you, all the bits and pieces. <clears throat> so definitely check it out if you are indeed looking to make a project uh, using the BLE libraries and Display.io. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's really, really thorough. I'm still scrolling. No, it's huge. Dang, this is so good. <laughs> Set to sleep, yeah. updating the display. Yeah, there's a ton. Yeah of oh. testing that went into this to get all the fail saves yeah. and all of the uh, little edge cases on yeah. things, all had of the kind error of, handling. It has like its own library called Pilothon. Yeah. 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 
It's so awesome. So check it out. All the cool things <clears throat> that could be added to this. Hopefully it would be like uh, logging or... Um, oh, this is a great example if you want to do like something with the touch pads. This right oh. here, this chunk of code right here looks really good. Wow. Check that out. All right, and then the... Wait, I kind of skipped a page. The 3D printing page. This is, this is our jam here. We made yes. sure that the parts are all oriented so you can just uh, set it up and print it out. Yes. And uh, no, maybe there's a little there bit of support, support um, for that little switch slide thing. switch. Yeah, it it might be able to print without if you have really good blower fans on each side oh, of okay. your nozzle. But just to be safe, I did add some uh, three small towers, or about two millimeters each, inside of Cura or Simplify 3D. You can add those right underneath there, and you can actually adjust the size. A lot of people don't know that with the plugin for the support. Uh, custom supports for Cura, you go in there and adjust the individual sizes of the towers that are placed. Just use the two millimeter one so you could easily snap those off with a flush cutter. Nice. And we've got some sandings here too that are kind of standardized for our PLA stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some uh, people were asking, oh, is the PLA going to be uh, you know, strong enough if you're in the heat right around the bike? And yes, there shouldn't be any melting unless you're storing it inside of the Florida heat inside of your car yeah. and then when it's like 130 degrees then you will get some droopage but because these cases are or the components inside the cases are not aren't that heavy you should be just fine yeah i don't see there's not much weight on them exactly so it should be pretty good mm -hmm. yeah one okay. of the most complicated things about this was trying to keep all of the different diameter sizes in the m5 case mm -hmm. versus the quarter 20 cases so i laid all those out there in the individual fusion 360 files since the way that uh, I can figure, I'm sure there's a way to do the parameters easier where you move something. Yeah. Uh, but I just couldn't get it. I just made different no, files for each yeah. one. And the STL files are all listed too. You'll either have the uh, tripod version or the uh, 31 millimeter version or 24 millimeter diameter version for the different handles. Uh, thankfully, there's only two standard sizes for the bikes. Nice. I was able to rip my hair out with uh, oh, no. making all these different sizes. Yeah. So you can get one that'll fit uh, your bike. Okay. And then this also uh, links to the 30 you could, case. You the could watch. just use the case, yeah. If you don't want to mount it to a bike or if you have like some weird uh, setup for the handlebars or something like that where we've seen like in our neighborhood that one guy who does the wheeling with his hand. Right. That's super cool. So you can have it that way. Sure. And uh, the, the another thing too, why I made it complicated because I was designing both of these cases at the same time, mm. uh, which made it a little hard to keep track of when uh, you're designing something, the geometries you know, are different with uh, certain fit cases. You have to like uh, make sure that you carry all those changes over to the other case and vice versa. It's like, ah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have all those uh, editable CAD files there. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the wearable case one, and that just links you to the wearable band uh, guide for that. So you can get all those links and files right there. All right, and then uh, after you get your parts printed, it's time to assemble. Pretty easy in terms of the assembly. The, one of the only things you need to glue is the frame on there. Uh, one thing I should have mentioned is uh, just because of the way that some of these are assembled, the, the screen may need to be pushed over to the center just a little bit. Yeah, it, so there's like what, double-sided tape that's um, on, the on the back of the display. Yeah. Um, one of the tools recommend I recommend doing this, but we're just gonna tell super, you anyway. super careful. <laughs> uh, one of the tools that I recommend if you do want to uh, there you go. go be adventurous and 
adjust the 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 if screen. If the screen is placed a little bit off center, yeah, you might want to center it. Or a lot, it. you might want to center it. So these are called paint palettes. You can get these like at your art store, and okay. multiple uses for these for 3D printing. We use these to pry the um, the prints off of a bed. Uh, so the Ultimakers are using the glass bed, right. uh, or if you don't have a flexible bed. Uh, sometimes if you know the parts are too small even on a flexible bed you yeah. need some way to pry it off right. and these are super thin so you're able to get uh, right underneath the corner and pry carefully pry off your print without damaging it and even though it's nice and thin it is nice and strong so uh, just super careful when you're underneath the the screen to uh, peel off some of the adhesive get that off and center it on the board uh, there's is there is an outline on the the clue board that yeah, show the you. Yeah, the solder yeah, mask. Exactly. Where's the silk screen? Yeah, the silk screen. Yeah, maybe That's a little. Show that real yeah. quick. See how it is. Sometimes they are literally butted right up against the Yeah, that's the where button. you probably want to yeah. readjust it. If you, you know, plan if to use the case. Entrance, yeah. Um, yeah. So be super careful on that, mm -hmm. just because of the way the, the yields We do on. have replacement screens as well. So if yeah. the unfortunate event where the display's guts get now sprayed you everywhere. <laughs> you can unplug these and it should hopefully uh, drop fit back into place with the uh, ribbon cable and all that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, the frame is glued right onto the top. I uh, recommend yeah. the Starbond is what we use okay. to uh, glue the um, the frame on there. And it's, it's been a, the bezel. So it, it'll do a nice job of protecting the screen, making sure that uh, you know you fall off or something inside. It'll give it some sort of protection yeah. from that. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's all right, good. So the, yeah, I'm just gluing like all the corners on there since it is such a small footprint yeah. to adhere to the main case. The uh, glue bottles for the Starbond glue has these very small pre precision tips. So that's yeah. really, really helpful when you have such a small service area. So applying this onto the edges of the, of the bezel there um, is a lot easier when you have uh, a nice way to apply it. So this is the little super glue that we use, Starbond. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the glue? Uh, oh, I wouldn't recommend the thin one. I would get the medium size one. This one's a little bit runny. Oh. So that so uh, the time takes a little bit longer to exactly. cure or something. Yeah. Does it say water? It feels thin. more watery. Yeah. Quick penetration for powdered inlays. Yeah, it's this guy right High here. High glossy finish. It's the medium. Our most used yep. super glue. Yep. Let's see, making sure I'm posting cool. all links and all that. Yeah. Continuing on, one of the things that we are going to need is a tap tool. So we have a 3 eighths. Um, 3 eighths, 16 cool. tapping tool. That's the right threading size uh, for the tripod screw adapter. Mm -hmm. So this should print okay with the orientation because it's uh, yep. vertically. Yep. It should print a little bit more higher quality than the bracket, which is printed at a horizontal mm -hmm. uh, because of the overhangs. I even tried with support material on the inside. It does droop a little bit yeah. and will make it very hard to get the 3 8 quarter 20 uh, screw adapter in there. So yep. definitely recommend picking up one of the tapping tools. But the threading uh, is modeled in there, it so is. it will definitely help. Uh, it does get you know kind of engage the uh, the tapping tool. Mm -hmm. The tip of it is tapered, so uh, 
Okay, you should have a good time with it. And the, what you got? Just to show how the tools. Yeah, we don't, I can't find any of the, um, like a flat head that right. was, that had a long enough Yeah, it's pretty uh, wide. End. Yeah, so I'm just using the, the, the end of tweezers. Yep. And you can see on here, once you get that nice and tapped, you can see all the threads come out thread, very nice. Yeah, you know, wide pitch. I like yeah. it. And the pitch that we're using, I can't remember what it is. It's like ASM 16. 16 yeah, a, a, ASI. Something like that. Unified yeah. Imperial. You can see in history, inside of the Fusion 360 file, um, you can see how these the are created, profile, the thread yeah. profile for it. Yeah. And we're just using the end of the tweezer to fasten that into place. Yep. Cool. All right, heading back over to the learn guide. That's how you install it. You definitely want to tap it. All right, your slide switch adapter. You can uh, get the slide switch and wire it in line with either the ground or the voltage wire mm -hmm. on your uh, JST wire. You want to have it uh, Fairly short, I suppose, so that uh, you don't have too much wire there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't put it in this one, but the other one I put how long the, the, wire um, the optimal size of the wire to cut. I believe it's like 12 millimeters, and then I tell really you short. like how long to cut, like at what angle or what point to snap, not snap, to separate the, uh, the power so you can oh, reach the two mean. pins. Mm -hmm. So I measured all out, that out in the wearable case guide. Cool. And you're using here the short cabled... Uh, yeah, the 400, the 350, or the three, you know, the They're 400. Yeah. The 420, <laughs> the 400, and the 350. That's it, yeah. They're and linked in the overview as well. Yeah. And you have one on the sidebar here for the 420, which is in stock. Yes. How about that one? The only reason I use the 400 is just because of the rectangular size, and if you mount it with some tack right over the NRF chip, oh, okay. you should have uh, enough spacing so it's not covering up the sensors. Or the reset button. Make sure it doesn't button, yeah. cover the reset button. Yes. The slide switch, uh, you can increase the tolerance if the walls that uh, go into the cutout for it. I can pull the two little metal tabs on there to increase the tolerance and press, fat, press fit that at an angle, and that should pop out right at the cutout. Yeah, the little actuator bit will come on the other end, mm -hmm. come out the other end. Yep. Reset. Attaching the lid, the, once, when you first attach this, it is gonna be pretty tight tolerance, so I recommend using, um, again, the, the pallet knife. Or the to, spudger tool. We got a spudger, nice spudger yeah. tool. Well, this one's a little bit more thinner, thinner okay. so it should work a it's little bit thinner. more better. Um, whoop, whoop, whoop. What fell out? The <laughs> it's just the magnet. Oh. So what I do is I actually take this, put it between here, and actually stretch this out, the wall on the main case, so that it gives it room to snap in there. And as you take it on and take it off, uh, like one or two layers of it should come off, and it should uh, make the tolerance not super loose, but it will make it easier to get in there. Okay. Uh, because of the, uh, the draft that is on the groove where right. the main tab goes into for the lid. So that's the only thing for that. The first time will be, you know, a little bit hard to get in there, but as you take it off and put it back on, this is a brand new case that was printed. So it is still has that super tight tolerance. As you can see, just like one or two layers comes off mm. and uh, that make it, that'll make it easier to, um, to attach on there. And you can see, you can just pull it like that. I'll give it just enough room. So the lid 
can be grabbed on there. Yeah, this is, um, so this is, the PLA is a little bit more rigid. So if you like um, PETG, PETG, that's a really good material yeah. as well, because you'll have that more flexibility. And exactly. A little bit more resistant to the heat as well. Yeah. So cool. The, uh, this is a neat color as well. It's a PLA that yeah, uh, you this got is from, from Soltech. It's a green translucent color that uh, space there was green. no, yeah, I want to call it space green. Actually, what is so cool is uh, if anybody has the, the green, uh, I don't even know called? what color they call space it. green. Yeah, space on green. Whoa. <laughs> it matches perfectly with the, so perfect. uh, the green that back right of the iPhone. Really That's hilarious. That's so That's cool. This <laughs> yeah. huh? is like a mint type. I don't know, like a... I don't know if it's mint. Oh, the case is more minty. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. More like a dark green. I don't know. I like the way the translucency of it is. As you can see the, uh, the, silk the lovely silk screen by Phil B on there. Yep. All right, moving on. Sweet. Once you get the lid on there, you have the little trick of uh, using the palette knife to uh, um, just fit it on there easier. Okay. Should snap in there. And then moving on to attaching the bracket to the handlebar. Uh, one of the tips that I have for this is using a very low infill, like five to zero percent infill, will increase the flexibility of the bracket. Uh, there's a little gif there showing how I'm just uh, you know, using some force to press fit it over the handlebar. If you have a high infill, it is going to break on you. Um, <laughs> The other thing you could do as well is use, uh, like you were saying, PETG or mm -hmm. ABS. That should uh, make it a little bit more stronger, but using a lower infill and print it at the orientation that it is uh, flat, you know, should make it nice and flexible with the lower infill. Now that is one of the uh, things that I ran into right away when trying to mount this to the handlebar. Breaking. It would break on me. It just nice. flew all over the uh, garage. Nice PLA, brittle. Yep. <laughs> But that's a funny trick though. Just use a lower infill to make it more flexible. Oh, yeah, I, I get it. It's a good trick. And we're using the M5 by 16 millimeter long screws with an M5 nut. Uh, oh, using it as okay. a captive nut and that just goes into the little groove that is on there on the bracket. Got a little issue here with the rollover element oh. there. Doesn't there seem go. to do it. But yeah, you got a captive nut there for the hex nut. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, and the 16 millimeter long screw should be long enough, uh, I believe for the 31 millimeter diameter one as well. Okay. Just gotta squeeze it so it can reach the nut. Mm. Moving on, you can use the quarter 20 to quarter 20 to connect the, uh, the swivel head to the, okay. to, the, um, to the lid. And those, do I have one here? I don't have one. It's linked in the, you can see in the parts list what yep, it looks like. It's basically it. just, you know, mail quarter to mail, yeah, mail to mail. And that'll allow you to connect it to a variety of different mounts. Excellent. All right, back over. Then, uh, yeah, just twist on there. And twist then... right on. Again, the beauty of having the uh, 3 to quarter 20 adapter on there is being able to put it on when you're done cycling, you can take it off, bring it inside. So it's not like in the you know yep. hot elements or anything like that. It off. And the the angle that you set with the uh, tripod will stay. So all you got to do is 
spin it on, spin it off, right. and you have the exact angle that you last left it on. Sweet. Uh, unlike this guy, you'd have to like completely take the whole bracket off and everything, right. or just pop the lid back off and then you know, risk having your parts fall off. Mm. Right, yeah, it's a little more wary. Yeah. Okay. So attaching the, the actual sensor to the bicycle, every bike has a different frame, slightly different. So with ours, um, we had to add more magnets. Again, we're not using a cycling bike. It's yeah, like a, it's BMX a BMX bike. So bike, yeah. uh, there was a difference in the, how, um, the, the distance between where the spoke is and the sensor on the Wahoo. So we actually had to stack additional magnets on there. Yeah. So these are, I forget what the diameter, we, they're linked in the guide that we have. Do stock these, and it's yeah. what was it like four additional magnets? We could have printed stacked. something, but we kind of ran out of time. <laughs> for no, for the spoke. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Of course, you could. Always I mean, it's easier to just stack the magnets on there, mm -hmm. just so it reaches. We need to get this going. <laughs> so that works out there. The position alignment is pretty critical. So the only way to test it is to actually kind of exactly. Test and it. you'll see the the lights blink once. Um, yeah, there's built-in LED in the back of this, right yeah. above the Wahoo logo. Yep, you'll see that blink once the magnets are sensed. Yeah. That's how it's set up on ours. The other obstacle that we had to overcome was the, usually they have you take the pedals off so you can fit the, uh, the little band that comes with the, uh, the, with the pedal magnet. Yeah. So what I did here, one of the pictures you can see that I just used the included zip tie and tied it to a uh, bigger diameter uh, rubber band that we had around. So there's we two did. magnets. One goes in the spoke and one goes in the pedal. Exactly. Right? Right. Yep. So what I did was uh, fit that over the pedal because uh, I couldn't figure out how to remove it from the uh, from the bike. Yeah, it looked like it was just hammered or pressed. Exactly, yeah. Like, and it's a cheap bike, so you're going to get cheap And parts. what's funny is we have like three different bikes and each one of them had the exact same yeah. little end or little well, cap that's what nut you pay or whatever. For when you buy like a, you know, a nice <laughs> cycling bike, Yeah. you get the the ability to like just good parts that can be taken apart and disassembled. Again, we could have 3D printed something, but it was a lot more easier to just use the zip ties to attach it to a bigger uh, rubber band and yeah. just fit did it. Did it over. come the the Wahoo sensor come with uh, rubber bands and whatnot? It did not, just the zip oh. ties. So oh. again, you're, you're gonna have to get a rubber band that can fit over. If you have that problem, if you have a cycling bike, um, you can just remove the pedal to fit it over. Okay. That's pretty much it. Make sure that all of the magnets are lined up with the Wahoo sensor and you should be able to connect to it um, and cycle along. This is a fun to project to, uh, to film as well when we're out there. Yeah, super fun. I'm uh, gonna change up our iris here. We're a little dark. Is that working? Let's go to... Five. There we go. Again, a little bit brighter. sign up to get notified when the clue boards come back in stock. Yeah, please do. And uh, there it is. I had the page open in one of the tabs and just refresh, keep tracks of the, uh, our Twitter is one, how I was notified that they were back in stock. Sure. So it's also good to note following. that this is the alpha release, so it's a little bit cheaper. It's a a twenty nine ninety five right now. That is once right. it goes up, it once it's out of alpha phase, it'll be thirty nine ninety five. I forgot about that. So, yeah, uh, it is introductory price, so definitely go yeah. in. Only a couple things got updated, I believe. Might get the mentioned green. in <laughs> one of the, the black one. past green one. Ask an engineer. So black one. Green, black, green, 
and black again. Jump on that. Or get both of them. Collect them all. <laughs> <laughs> Collect them. I want the blue one. Yeah, right. There's no blue one. All right. All right. That is this week's project. Shout out to everybody on the team for uh, working on it. This took, yeah, this took a lot of people to get mm -hmm. right. A lot of... Uh, a lot of foundation work is done. Exactly, so, uh, yeah. But now the goal is to get a bunch of BLE sensors around the house and having like a central node, mm -hmm. <laughs> excuse me, in the display. See, that is what they're working on next. I think John Park uh, showed that off on last, his, uh, last week's episode of John Park's workshop. So definitely watch the reruns for that. <coughs> yeah. All right, we're going to jump in the chat real quick and answer any... Oh, mm -hmm. Anikaway says, I guess you could say that magnets have a bespoke fitting. Yes. yes. Good one. <laughs> All right. Well, we're hanging there. Any Don't forget cool to use 10% the... off coupon code Cadence. Works on everything except Cadence. gift certificates and Ada Box, which... Just got an email on when it will ship. Yeah. Definitely want to sign up before they're all out. There it is, adabox.com. It'll get you there. There's a little time ticker up there. Don't let those days fool you. 32 days will come sooner than you think. Yeah, and it so might ship quicker. So right. definitely sign up for that. Teleputer in the YouTube chat is saying that he's getting his first 3D printer today. The Ooh. TiVo Tarantula Pro. Awesome. Excellent. Cool. Let us know how it works out. And uh, yeah. That's always exciting unboxing the new printer. That is. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's, or actually last week's project. Uh, more of a product okay. video. We're going to do a quick one. Yeah, we're ramping up uh, different things, but uh, yeah. Right. So while other projects are being worked on, um, Mara feel like, hey, you know what? We don't have a uh, Circuit Playground Blue Fruit video. Where am I? Okay. So it gave us a good chance to make a little, you know, overview video of the Circuit Playground, B, uh, Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, mm -hmm. or as I call it, the CPB. CPB. <laughs> CPB. So a good chance to remind everybody we have a bunch of projects that worked with the Circuit Playground Express, the non-Bluetooth version of this board yeah uh the lovely wearable that you designed uh, what two three years ago something like that so you can get the download files for that so if you want to wear this as a uh, nice little watch uh, we actually um we removed the uh the make code sec uh, section on there because it's still in beta but you could definitely go oh, in right. and start playing with maker.makecode to add some interactivity or just some like lighting effects with maker.makecode. It Maker is in alpha, code. beta, so definitely beta, not beta. fully supported yet, but you could check it out. It's lots of fun to be able to drag and drop blocks. You can edit the code on this circuit playground, Blue Fruit. Yep, yeah, I'm in uh, maker.makecode. Let's look down here, look at that. There it is in beta mode, Adafruit circuit playground. So if you are a visual learner and you'd like to use code blocks to uh, to make projects. This is super early alpha. It's working with like external NeoPixels, some of the um, on shake things like that work. Uh, I don't think the uh, the touch stuff works yet. So mm -hmm. if you wanted to do some touch, that won't work yet. But uh, the, the team over at Microsoft is working on it. So uh, very, very neat. What do we want to do? Let's say on shake. 
we do a little bit of animation, sparkle. There you go. And then on star, you can say I want to turn on some rainbows forever. And then when you shake it, it'll do that. And that's basically what we have here. The buttons do work, so if you want to do like on button A, I want to play a different animation or play a melody, you can do that as well. Um, if you want to see more of, of this type of tutorial content, check out Make, uh, John Park's Make Code Minute where he uh, walks through um, how to set up like, little programs and stuff on John Park's workshop. It's actually going to be tomorrow at 4 p.m. Get cut off there. That was a good segue, right? Yeah. So as we were showing before, you just added a on shake uh, block on there. So when you're wearing it, you just be like, I think the buttons do something as well. Oh, all right. Do that. Yeah. Ah, cool. Right. Well, that's funny. Like, it goes <laughs> on top of it. Yeah, like I said, it's beta. Yeah. That's a pretty cool effect, though. Cool. Yeah, you got buttons. You got a lot of stuff on the Circuit Playground. Yeah. It's basically like the clue. Not really, but kind of like the clue, except the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the pixels. So yeah. it's, a, it's a great little board. The uh, wearable itself is uh, all Ninja Flex, so it's nice and stretchy. Oh, you yeah, have a lovely is. guide on the like parameters, that. so you can change the length of oh, how. That's right, I did do that. It's nice and thin, too. This yeah, is great. So like, if you're just getting into flexible materials, definitely print something out like this. Not mm -hmm. a lot of surface area, so you'll get a good idea of your bed adhesion. And uh, try Doesn't not to use long. PEI with NinjaFlex, because it tends to fuse to that. I might want to say that again. Avoid using PEI with NinjaFlex, PEI being the material on the bed. If you know what that is, you probably have it. But it works OK with glass, blue tape, and uh, uh, that's pretty much it, yeah. But yeah, it'll fuse to PEI beds, so be careful with that. We also did this uh, USB dock a while ago. That's in the Learn system. Just type in USB dock, and this will come up. It's just our little Adafruit breakout for the micro USB. So you can see it's there right there. There's the board. Two screws hold it in there, and then we have an external uh, little connector there. And we have some cap thumb tape there to insulate it, I guess. And the snap fits as well. So if you're looking for a good way to prop up your, uh, your, your boards, we really like this one. This is a special one because it's dual extruded. But you could also put stickers on there. Micro USB. It might be useful to make a USB-C one. Yeah, coming soon, huh? I always love when we get to remake past projects to make them even better than they were before. So USB-C definitely on the... All right, we got to go table. quickly. Let's take a look at what are we working on. I can't wait to show you this. Let's, can you move that a little bit? We have the MIDI guitar. Wrong camera. The MIDI guitar, here it is. It's 3D printed guitar with um, Cherry MX switches. Um, so yeah, if anybody knows or familiar with Guitar Hero controllers, this uses um, very similar mechanism, the strum here. So you get the ability to strum. You have a whammy bar that can control the pitch bending of the notes. We also have two pots here that can do things like modulation and velocity. We also have an eight-way selector switch here that can change up the different scales or octaves. And then we have two switches here for enabling and disabling different modes. This is a collaboration project with Liz, Blitz City DIY. And um, it's running CircuitPython. So it's a MIDI controller. 
got a little USB plug over here. And uh, we're, we really like these switches. Um, these are your mechanical keyboard switches. They're called Cherry or MX, Cherry MX switches. Um, so they have these caps that you can pop on and off. And uh, it's such a pleasure to play because <laughs> like, it feels really good when you're uh, clicking around. Um, so this is a project that we are working on a learn guide for. And uh, these are some really nice knobs here. <laughs> so awesome. And uh, it's, it's really fun to play with. Um, I have 10 minutes, so maybe I can just kind of play with it. So uh, what's really cool about it is that you have the ability to, let's load up uh, GarageBand and maybe load up this one here. So it'll work with uh, just about any uh, sort of digital audio workstation that has MIDI. And it's going to be a little bit hard to kind of capture the sound, but we'll work on something uh, so you guys can hear a better I'll demo pass through. Of it. Yeah. So what's cool about it is that let me turn it on. So I think it's this switch right here, which will enable. Right, so that is modulation. Um, it's using the LIS3DH accelerometer, our nice low-cost accelerometer breakout board that works with CircuitPython. We got lots of demo code for it. But if you want to uh, disable that and just kind of use uh, this guy over here. So you can do that as well. Um, let's go to an actual guitar patch so I can test out uh, Boy, golly, is that amazing music. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what was I going to do? I don't know. I was going to play something, but I forgot. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of fun to play with. And if you are a fan of Guitar Hero or Rock Band, you'll be uh, real familiar with uh, this sort of shape and format, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, we also have amazing. It's pretty fun. We also put uh, NeoPixels. Oh man, it's really blown out. <laughs> but we put NeoPixels there. It'll look cool when the yeah, uh, that's really neat. The black yeah, we're gonna put some black acrylic. LED acrylic. There, so it's running off the Grand Central, which has like a butt ton of GPIO. So uh, it's so folks, if you want to add faders and more pots and more switches, it'll it'll have plenty of I/O because it is uh, running uh, off the Grand Central. Which is sort of the, um, the it's kind of like the Arduino Mega format. So lots of pins. There's lots of wires inside this guy. It does snap fit. It's all 3D printed. Uh, there are some, uh, some little knobs and things here. This is actually a real whammy bar, like a real whammy bar from your standard electric guitar. So that was really fun. It's got like a, a compression spring in there, so it always reverts to the center. That's how uh, the uh, Guitar Hero controller is. And the switch, or the strumming mechanism, um, I'll do a demo next week when, uh, when we have that available. It, it, it's working right now. It's just sometimes the notes get a little sticky, so we're working through that. I really like that whammy. That's <laughs> so fun. That's so awesome. Yeah, there's a little bit of a story, too. I'll have to save that for later, but uh, I'm really liking it. Huge shout out to Liz again. Um, you can check out her stuff out as well. She's a uh, Learn Guide contributor. Uh, her recent Learn Guide was the BLE synth. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep working on some new projects. 
So that's the MIDI guitar. We need a good like name Cannot for it. Cannot wait for the this mini. one. It's so cool. We need like a good MIDI uh, name. I don't know how to play guitar, but I'm learning <laughs> with this guy here. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that demo. So we'll try awesome. to demo it again. Oh, it's so exciting. Coupon code Cadence if you want to pick up in a Grand These Central. Are in stock, so definitely pick some up if you want to get ready, build this for not next week, the week after we'll be releasing That's all the right. files and That's the code right, yeah. and all that lovely, wonderful. Um, so building many wires. <laughs> it's like a lot of yeah, wires. Yeah, it's a lot. It's fun though. But so fun. Very, very fun. Cool. All right, let's go ahead and try to speed round through this week's community makes. Last yeah, week we'll was... save eight about for next week. So let's see. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, last week uh, this awesome little Dalek. Dalek. Doctor Who has been running a new season. So. Of course, we gotta print some dollars. This looks great in that copper fill. Yeah, oh that's actually goodness. why I printed it. Like I wanted to it. check out what the uh, finish and the quality was on this. Uh, no pro, no post processing. Just the lovely silk copper from uh, everyone. His name, Erwan. Erwan, yeah. <laughs> like twenty bucks on Amazon, and man, look at that shine. Yeah, check it out over here. Oh yeah. We got a time lapse video. You can get an idea of. Uh, what it looks like. You use support material, I suppose. Yeah, for, uh, just because I wanted to print it in one go. You could, the, he does have one where it's separated, but for shooting a time lapse, you know, it's going to look kind of weird oh. uh, shooting different right. pieces. So, okay. That's uh, some of the decisions uh, we have to take when printing these for the time lapse. William Carver is the, uh, the fellow who posted it up on Thingiverse. So, here it is the Thingiverse page. We also have a link to you to this thing in the uh, in the description of this video. Um, yeah, really nice. I'll make a Great lovely ornament, or if you go <laughs> do not print it in that orientation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops! Just kind of threw it up there. Hey, it's yeah. a nice little kind of demo desktop toy. Yeah. Very very cool. Super really cool. All right, that was last week. Next week, this, this week, week rather, we have a snitch from the world of Harry Potter. Yeah, one of the cool um, things about this one is the way that the feathers are printed. I really liked how. I didn't do it for this one, but you can use a hair dryer to add a bit of curve to it, so it is nice and oh, uh, let's like go to that. curvy. Wow, look at look that. Like that! That's that's PLA. When you print it thin enough, wow, look at that! All right. <laughs> when you print it, the motion blur is just superb. When you print like it, that. come on, no, I finished the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> when you print it thin enough, boy, do you get flexibility. Yeah. So it's cool. supposed to be like that. You can use a, a hair blow dryer to... Or warm water. I've heard warm water is another yeah. way to do it. So you can bend that at a very nice angle. Look at this material. It's really shiny. So this, again, from the same manufacturer. Uh, this is the Silk Gold. Silk Super Gold. Super shiny. PLA 175. So good. That is so cool. What do you guys think? I'm going to have to check that one out. It's a nice way to test the... Uh, tolerance of each one of these little feathers. I like how that came out. Uh, cool. Like each individual feather. Yeah, this is great. I got a fun question here. Um, can I answer it real quick? Yeah, Kmatch98 is asking for the layer by layer, what yeah. is some of the hints to design your sketches in Fusion 360 so the parametric designs don't break? Yeah, so this is something that you really want to just test 
uh, yeah. frequently. That's really it. Really depends on you the design the structure, yeah. but uh, you always want to kind of check what will break, mm -hmm. and uh, depending on where things are and things are projected, uh, just keep testing it and. Um, so there's no one solution answer. No, but for that's this. I guess the best hint I have is just to test frequently. Um, yeah, yeah. I should do a little video on that. I got some some in practice designs that I could take a look at and maybe walk through. And be like here's here's why this design is set up and what I had to change. Uh, what to is make making it so it this doesn't break? break. Yeah. yeah, or why does this break? And then fixing that. That's a really good idea. So I like that. Um, very good question. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we did the snitch. Uh, let's go to the, uh, the actual page over here. This was uh, designed by Mecca Design over here on Thingiverse. Thank you, Mecca, for uploading that so folks can print their own uh, snitch and get snitched out. <laughs> no, it looks really good. Um, very nice uh, quality here, the, the sanding and painting is. Oh yeah, he super. Did, he did some post processing on this. Oh yeah, read ABS, through that. Some acetone, cool. smoothing on it to make it's it look a super shiny. Yeah, a remix. A remix. So yeah, the remix. Uh, what he did here was, if you go to the overhead, mm -hmm. the wings can actually come out. Oh. Excellent. No, yeah. That's a great, great little tip. It's a nice little idea for that. How'd you print the ball? Uh, in the time lapse, you can see that there is support material on the bottom of that. So I just use the you know, oh, generate support materials yeah, for that. One of the things I use is to lower the uh, line, line width for the support. So I had it go to 0.2 for the line width. So mm -hmm. it prints it way thinner, uh, making it easier to remove. Sweet. Oh, and you threw that up there too. Very yeah. cool. All right. Well, that's the, the stuff. Um, let's look at some real quick. We'll browse through some community makes of some things that folks have made. This is awesome. So let's look over here. Nice case for the CPB. Shout out to Lubarb, who posted up a remix of our, C our Gizmo ornament for the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit or the Circuit Playground Express. Um, they, they punched out the holes here so that the screws can fit through that. That is a really good uh, technique there. Yeah, I should have did that. <laughs> no, but thank you for sharing that. It's up there. Uh, so folks can download that one. We got another one here. This is the Circuit Playground Express Snap Fit Mount. It'll also work with the Blue Fruit. And this one is the Blue Fruit. Excellent. Yeah, I love this one because it has like little extra mounting screws here at the bottom and there's enough to fit a battery. So Very that nice. you can have a nice portable little mount for your Circuit Playground Blue Fruit or Express. Super handy. Cool. And then I printed it on the Ultimaker 2 Extended. No supports needed. Excellent. All right, this one was posted by Gut Gut Tire, Gut Tire, Gut Tire maybe. Uh, these are the Res NeoPixel glasses. Very very fun project. Oh nice. Super awesome code by Phil B. Written in Circuit Python. Um, so there's a couple issues here. Um, the cover for the Itsy Bitsy. I'm gonna need to throw that one up there. The battery's out of stock, but we're we're working on getting more of them. So mm -hmm. he's got the bigger one there. Uh, the wires are really small, so you know you want to definitely be careful. Or the oh, wires, yeah. yeah. It's a very kind of, you definitely want to use tweezers, yeah. like two, 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 yep. two tweezers. Um, so they're very, very fun. Good uh, wiring practice there. Cool. And then uh, we got another one. This is the Lynx Shield, the Highland Shields. This looks like a nice Ooh. little prop to go with the, uh, How the cool. gold 
NES controller video game of the original, I guess, oh, I Zelda. I like it. Yeah, very, very cool. That looks great. Great painting job as well. And then we have one here. This is the Gizmo Turtle uh, for your Circuit mm. Playground Blue Fruit and uh, the Gizmo display, the TFT one. Wow, I like how smooth the little turtle came really out. Really good, yeah, and good wow. color too. Um, Especially the uh, Hatchbox, the Warhorse PLA, green and wood. That's like oh, nice. Oh, that's why. Oh, look huh. at that. It was a birthday present for the mom in Florida. How awesome. Very cool. Save the turtles. And you can check out the Learn Guide for that, how it's generating the turtle graphics. Oh, that's right. Turtle <laughs> for your turtle. Very cool. And that is all the community weeks of the past two weeks. We really appreciate you folks posting your, uh, your, your makes. That's always fun. Okay, well, let's go ahead and start closing up the show. We're a little bit on overtime. Please use coupon code Cadence. If you are checking stuff out, you can uh, get 10% off your order. Works with everything except this, the gift certificates and those subscriptions to Adabox. Yes. But uh, everything else is fair game. Join us tonight on Show & Tell. We, you can join. We'll post the link in the Discord once it gets closer to that time. So you can show off all the cool projects you're working on. It doesn't even have to be finished. It could be yeah. a work, We're like in work in progress. progress. We like retro tech. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, maker spaces as well. That's always super fun. It's always fun to check see. out the playlists. Uh, there's a lot of cool maker spaces out there. Yeah. And I like seeing the tours of those. Right after that, we have Ask an Engineer full hour with Lamar and Phil on all of the new products, all the news, all of the happenings in the maker world. So definitely tune into that. There's always surprises and new product launches. And there's a giveaway right at the end, That's so right. tune in for that. Yep. Tomorrow is John Park's workshop. John is working on more BLE stuff. I think he's ramping up and getting ready for the Ada Box project, so you can get a clue on what's going to be in it. Get a clue on what's going to be. <laughs> That's so clever. <laughs> so Very definitely clever check guy. out John Park's workshop every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out all the wonderful Make Code Minutes, the Make Arcade Game of the Week, yeah. and so much more. Yeah. You have been watching 3D Hangouts. Oh, here I am. Every week. Uh, talk about last days. week, we had some... Uh, uh, I got do, stuff. I had to do, uh, what is it, like, uh, take care of the baby. Well, yeah. uh, wife had some surgery, so thank you yeah. all But she's for, well, she's doing well. All good. So definitely, uh, anytime, you know, there's a... Follow Pedro on Instagram. Yeah, he's you can see what's the, going on. <laughs> he's got snaps <laughs> of all the things that happen. Um, so thank you yeah. all for joining us every week. Yep. And uh, closing out, don't forget to make a great day. See you tonight, folks. Oh, I wish I could just week. shred it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, folks. We'll see you tonight. See Adios. You